Baby. Again, moms, thank you. We've been in our Do It Today series now all year long. It's an open-ended book. So many things that we know that we need to do as Christians today. Well, today we're going to talk, just to kind of stay on, uh, on the series, but taking a little break from it, we're going to talk about our moms of today. Moms today in our world. And I think what better way to do that than to think about all the responsibilities. And we, we think about moms today, 2017, and how different it is from the moms of Bible times. But really, really, society's different. The world's different. Sure, uh, technology different. But being a mom, there's so many things that are the same now as they were before the flood. And as you can see today, we're going to talk about that just a little bit. See, being a mom is a big job. It's a big job now. It was a big job when, when we were kids, whenever my mom was a kid. It was a big job. Uh, thousands of years ago, being a mom has always been a very big job, to say the least. Like I said before, I, I hate it that I don't get to see my mom on Mother's Day, but I also know that my mom would rather me be doing what I'm supposed to do as a preacher, and I, I'm proud of that. I am thankful today to have Robin and Granny with us, though. Thanks for being here today. And some of you all have asked, uh, man, you're awful close with your in-laws, but you've got to understand that they don't feel like in-laws. Uh, I've known Robin and Dave since I was little. Robin changed my diaper when I was a kid. Uh, we can even go a step further. A few years before, uh, me and Amy started dating, and she became the best mom in the entire world. <laughs> yeah, points. <laughs> uh, before we started dating I, at the church, was, uh, was involved in uh, our passion play for Easter one year. And Scott drew that card this year, and I drew that card way back then. I got to be Jesus. And what a, what a task that is to be uh, an untrained actor to now be able to portray our Lord. And, of course, we went through the whole uh, scene of putting, putting me up on the cross. And to do that, I had to go down to a loincloth from the outfit I had on. Guess who helped me get that on? My future mother-in-law. <clears throat> True story. So we were always, we were always real close. And I, I'm so thankful for you. And I'm so glad you're here today with us. Proverbs 22, 6. Direct your children onto the right path. And when they are older, they will not leave it. Folks, that is a true statement right there. Now, sometimes there's some things as a mom that you might not get that you want. Maybe your kids aren't on the path that you think they are. But guys, this statement is true. If you direct your children onto that right path, what is that right path? Maybe so many different opinions, but we know that that right path, that path of righteousness is knowing Jesus, following him, putting our hope, our trust, our faith in him and him alone. That's a big job for moms, for dads, for all parents. That's a big job for all Christians to make sure that we stay on that right path. It's a big responsibility for our church family. We've had a lot of babies here in the last four years in our church. What, what a blessing that is for us. And every time that we've had a baby come up on stage, we've said similar things, haven't we? In fact, we've had so many babies, I've run out of things to say sometimes. But really, it's, it holds true. We're going to pray for a blessing upon that child and upon the church family and the responsibility that we have to be that example, to set that example, to be 
part of that child's church family. It's a big job that we all have to do. But motherhood, that's where it really starts. That's where we've really got to look today. Now, as we're looking at these moms and the responsibilities, I want you to understand too, guys, this is all of our responsibility. Yes, Christian mothers, this is something that you all could understand, but all Christians everywhere, this applies to you as well. So what about moms today? Moms today are busy. Now, if there's one mom in here that is saying, well, I'm not busy, yes, you are. You might just might not even realize it sometimes because it's just a way of life. Uh, I love watching Amy and so many other Karen, like you're at every ballpark every day, right? We have to rush and do this and do that. You can see this picture here. It kind of just sets the example, the grocery, the baby, the, uh, why did you do that? I did not do that to you last Sunday night, Ryan. <laughs> We're still on A. There you go. All right, everybody, Ryan did a good job last Sunday night, and no one messed with him on his PowerPoint, just saying. The mom, the baby, the groceries, the dog, the vacuum. Also, what's she doing with one hand? Working. Oh, and also cooking. The list, man, it can get just overwhelming, moms. There's no doubt about it. It can be completely overwhelming sometimes. And on top of that, you've got to still do what? Set a good Christian example. You've still got to take, make sure the kids are in church. Moms today are most certainly busy. But because they're so busy, they also have to be, now go to point B, prepared. We talked about the purse earlier, all the little things that you've got in your purse. Man, alive, if we went through you ladies that are mom's purses, we'd find band-aids, we'd find suckers, we'd find wet wipes, we'd find checkbooks, we'd find pictures. Uh, All the things that are on this picture here, you would find maybe snacks. Can't tell you how many times we've been somewhere with Granny and we say, we need this, and Granny will reach into her purse and pull it out. Prepared. Moms today have got to be prepared. And if you're a mom right now and you're thinking, man, I wish I was more prepared, you'll get there. You learn these things as you go. Before you know it, there's things in your purse that you forgot about from years ago. We've got that in our wallets too, guys, but nothing like the ladies have in their purse. Moms today not only are busy and not only are prepared, but again, it comes back down to Like a chicken with her head cut off. So many different things, but yet still on top of it. Let's look at 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 15. talks about being prepared. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect. Now listen, all moms are different. There's no doubt. But there's a whole bunch of us right now that can think of a time that our mom told us something with gentleness and respect. I remember some times when mom didn't handle things so gentle, too. I remember a few times in my life where I was missing church. I mean, I was working third shift. I had a good excuse. I was tired. I wasn't getting off work until 7 a.m. And then I had to go into church. But I was missing uh, randomly, just here or there. And then it came down to I was missing uh, two in a row every once in a while. And then one time I missed three in a row. Let me tell you something. My mom started with gentleness and respect. And then she was a little firmer with me and said, you got to cut this out. It would get to the point where I would not just be missing church, but I'd be looking ahead at the days and say, where am I going to be able to take a break? 
Where can I? Oh, instead of thinking, hey, look, a good Sunday's coming up. Oh, the preacher's dad's coming on June 4th. Or, oh, we're going we're gonna to celebrate our graduates next Sunday. I uh, would think, what are we not, when are we not having something special where I can plan on missing that day and sleeping in? And you know what mom said to me? Mikey, you got to be committed. You've got to have conviction. Why are you coming to church? Because of the Lord. We need you here, and you need to be here. Folks, are you looking forward to next Sunday because there's going to be a special event celebrating our graduates, worshiping God? Folks, are you looking ahead to where you can miss your next week? If so, it's time to reevaluate our lives. It's time to start thinking about the fact that why are we here right now? We're not here for mom. We're not here for the preacher. We're not here for the good music. We're not here for the trumpet player. Right? We're here to worship Jesus and no other reason at all. And because we're here to worship Jesus, what better, what better thing to do than everything we do, worship him through? Even when we say, thank you, mom, are we not worshiping Jesus? Are we not saying thank you to our Lord? When we talk about being busy, when we talk about being prepared, especially for that preparation to answer everyone who asks Moms, that's a big responsibility, isn't it? That means you've got to be able to tell your kids every time they ask, this is why you go to church. Mikey, you've missed three in a row. This is why you don't do that. You don't want to get in that habit, son. You don't want to let that be your way. You need to want to be here. Can't you see? Can't you see? What about Mrs. Noah? The Bible doesn't offer a name for Noah's wife. We'll call her Mrs. Noah. Uh, there's some church legend that would give you a name, but I'm not going to go that route today. Mrs. Noah. We talk about Noah a lot, don't we? Man, a big responsibility. God looked down and he saw Noah righteous. Behind every good man stands a what? Good woman. Guys, what's the most important thing? Dads, what's the most important thing you can do for your kid? Love their mother. Love their mother. But what, what is Mrs. Noah? What's her part? Now let's... Let's just be realistic here. The Bible doesn't say what Mrs. Noah did or did not do. But now let's, let's think about this in a human being format. What do you think she did? Just sit in the, the house and eat bonbons when, while Noah was out building the ark? I think not. I think Mrs. Noah was busy. I think Mrs. Noah was prepared. Can you imagine what her purse looked like knowing that they were going to be in an ark for who knows how long? Over a year, of course. I joke. But she was prepared. There's no doubt about it. I could almost guarantee that Mrs. Noah was a glue in that family. Mrs. Noah had Sham and Ham and Japheth and their wives, not to mention Noah, who was very busy on his own uh, with his own preparations. Mrs. Noah is a good example to our, our moms of today. Yes, our moms today are busy and they're prepared. So were the moms of the Bible. What else? Moms today, they have a responsibility. We've kind of touched on this a little bit already. But that's a big responsibility. To raise that kid. To tell him about Jesus. To be there for him. Through thick and thin. Even when they're ornery. Even when they start missing church. Even when they start going down the wrong path. That responsibility to be there. And that responsibility is going to extend to, to teach and pray. Moms today have to teach, and they have to pray. And every mom in here just shook their head like, yeah, we know we do. 
We know we do. Teaching. You got to teach your kids. Maybe it's something as simple as look both ways before you cross the street. But usually it's deeper than that, isn't it? Those are those simple tasks. And what about praying? Let's look at this verse. You know this one. Luke chapter 11, verse 1. What does it say? Once Jesus was in a certain place praying, as he finished, one of his disciples came to him and said, Lord, teach us to pray. Now, how, what does this have to do with moms? Who do you think taught Jesus to pray? Who do you think taught our Lord to pray? I'm sure Joseph probably played a part in that. There was a reason why God picked Mary. Listen, there was other virgins. There's a reason why God picked Mary. When you look at uh, the other scripture there in your Bible, that's Mary's song in your bulletin. That's, that's Mary's song, and her song is a prayer. It's a prayer, just the kind of prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. His mom undoubtedly set that example. His mom undoubtedly said, Jesus, you need to pray. Let me show you what we're doing. Remember what they did? What was Jesus doing whenever they went to Jerusalem, whenever he left behind and said, this is, I needed to be in my father's house? What were they doing there? They were worshiping God at the temple. Why was Jesus there? Because mom took him. Because mom and dad took him. What a responsibility that was. Oh, there's no doubt that God picked Mary for a reason. And there's no doubt that Mary played a part in teaching Jesus as he grew up what it meant to be a good man, what it meant to pray. Moms today, you've got to teach your kids to pray. Moms today, you've got to teach your kids everything they know. But moms today, you need to pray. Yes, every one of us need to pray. Moms, your prayer is a little different, isn't it? Because I guarantee there's not one mom in here that forgets to pray for their children. I'm thankful that my mom prayed for me. I've told you about my dad before, and I don't want to take any stories that he might, might uh, tell you. But my dad, he grew up in a house that didn't go to church. And he's been a preacher in a Christian church now for like, I don't know, like 100 years. A really long time. I think it's actually like 45 to be quite honest. Who prayed for him? His grandmother. Grandma Pickle prayed for Dad. She even wrote in her diary, I'm praying for Mike every day, even though he's not heading down that right path. I'm praying for him that he'll be a preacher. And she was writing this about a troubled teen who now, 50 years later, has been a preacher for a really long time. Moms, do not underestimate the power of prayer for your children. I challenge you to make sure that you pray for them every day. If you're not doing this already, why not? Let's start. If you are doing this already, let's pray even more, very specifically. But we know what moms today are, and we know what moms today have. Now, what do moms today need? This is simple, isn't it? Number one, they need love. Without a doubt, moms today need love. We know that moms today are going to love. Our Christian moms, they're going to love their kids. But they need love in return. That video, very appropriate. Moms today, they get so wrapped up. Oh, I'm not doing a good job. Ladies, be confident in yourselves. Yes, you can be a good mother. Yes, you are. And I promise you, if you ask your children that are here with you today, that's what they're going to tell you, no matter what it is that you might think of yourself. Kids, you're out here today, and I'm so glad 
Make sure to tell your mom that you love her every single chance you get. Every day, make sure you say, Mommy, I love you. Why? Because your mom's got a big job raising you. Make sure to say, I love you. They need that. It helps them. And that's our second part of what moms need. They need help. And like I said before, what's a church family for? What are we for? To help each other. To help raise those kids with our Sunday school program, with our Wednesday night program, with our Sunday night programs. Just being a good example. Maybe it's giving them a sucker. Maybe it's having a Band-Aid. Maybe it's just saying, hey, we're proud of you. Maybe it's just giving that encouragement that we talk about so much. Moms need help. They can't be the only ones encouraging their children. They need our church family to step up and do this as well. That's what moms today need. Let's help them out, church family. Let's make sure that we're there for them, church family. Moms, we thank you for allowing us to be. We know that sometimes that burden is heavy. Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 talks about a heavy burden. Jesus said, come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens. And I will do what? I'll give you rest. Folks, our burdens are heavy. This morning in Sunday school, we talked about what it means to be a witness for Jesus Christ. And to be a witness for Jesus Christ means that we need to be able to say, I'm a sinner and I need him. I'm a sinner and I need him every day. I'm going to do my best to follow him with all I do. But I need Jesus every day. I need his forgiveness that is equal amongst all of us if we accept him. Like we talked about on Wednesday night. I need his forgiveness. We all equally need him just as much. I need the Lord in my life. Our burdens are heavy. And we need rest. Moms, that's you as well. And that's where our church family will help you as much as we can. But there's no one that you can rely on that can really take that burden away other than Jesus. What about the widow of Zarephath? I love her story. You're talking about uh, the widow of Zarephath in uh, uh, 1 Kings with Elijah. Elijah, a man of prayer, a prophet. He's out by a well and he sees this lady, his widow, and he says, give me some water. And of course, she went and she got him some water. He said, would you please give me some bread? And she said, sir, I don't have any bread. I've got just enough to make one small loaf for me and my son. And after that, if something doesn't happen, we're going to starve. We're, we're going to die. And she's doing her best to take care of her son. And also giving water to a stranger. And Elijah says, you know what? As long as it's not raining, your cup of oil and your cup of flour will never run out. Will never run out. She needed help. Elijah, this man of God, helped her. She needed love. He showed her love and compassion. What happened sometime later? Her son died. What an awful thing. And she went to Elijah and said, even after I've helped you, this still happened. And Elijah went and he prayed to God and God raised that boy from the dead. Talk about love. Guys, I got good news for you. Christ also rose from the dead 
I got even better news for you because of his sacrifice bearing our sins one day, one day with Jesus in heaven. We're going to live forever. All of our moms, all of our children, all of our grandmothers living together in the presence of God because of our Lord Jesus. The widow of Zarephath needed help and she needed love. And God did provide. So what does the world need then? We've talked about what moms need. What does the world need? Isn't it plain and simple today? The world needs Christian moms. What a big responsibility that is. But moms, we're here to help you. The church is here to help you. The Lord is here to help you. Yes, your big responsibility to get your kids in church, to tell them you need to be here, to set the example. But an even bigger responsibility is to show that example every day of your lives. That example of love, that example of kindness, that example of what it means to forgive. What's the most forgiving type of person in our world right now? Moms. Without a doubt. It's the moms. Because no matter what the kid did, the mom still loves. That's the kind of example that I'm talking about. Moms, thank you for setting that. So what else can we say about Christian moms? I can promise you right now, Christian moms want nothing more than their children to give their lives to Jesus Christ. What better day to do that than today, on Mother's Day? If you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, knowing that he is the only way that we have that eternal life in heaven with him, I say, why not today? If you want to give your mom the best gift of all, then give yourself the best gift of all by accepting Jesus. Let's not even hesitate on this any longer. There are some of you that need to get this done. I'm just shooting straight. I'm just shooting straight, y'all. There are some of you that evidently don't understand that you need to repent and be baptized to be considered a Christian, to be part of this church family. Accept Jesus. That's what we're asking you to do. And what does the scripture say? Well, I'll tell you what the scripture says about being baptized. It says it's for forgiveness of sins. This is what we do when we accept Jesus for forgiveness of sins, washing those sins away forever. And what does the scripture say? What does the scripture say about someone who is ready to be baptized? Do you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God? And in the book of Acts, it says, if you do, then yes, you can be baptized. So if I just ask right now, do you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and the only way to heaven? And you just said yes, and you haven't been baptized? I want to see you down here in about two minutes. But first, let's pray. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you so very, very much for this opportunity that we have today to say thank you to our mothers. Especially, thank you to our moms for telling us about you. Lord, we love you so very much. We thank you for the opportunity that we do have to worship you. Help us, Lord, right now to soften our hearts. If there's decisions to be made, Lord, help them to, to soften their hearts and to understand that it's time to get this done today. Lord, we thank you of our moms today, and we thank you of our moms for our moms of yesterday. And most importantly, Lord, we thank you for the impact that your son has in each and one, every one of our lives today. That's why, Lord, we ask that today you help us to live for him. In Christ Jesus' most awesome and precious and holy name we now pray. Amen.